Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, there's still time to vote for Probably True in the British Podcast Awards. Just go to britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote, please. Oh, go on. You're listening to Probably True. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes throughout, because it'd be boring otherwise. I dated this guy a little while ago. He was witty, really charming, cheeky, and just generally a lot of fun to be with. One thing that surprised me, though, was the sheer amount of hair on him as I started to get him naked. The more clothes we took off, the more of it there was. It was impressive, to be honest. Long and a little bit glossy. It was a bit like fur more than anything else. Which, coupled with him being quite short and curvy, made it a lot like shagging an Ewok at times. I'm not complaining, though. The sex was great. And, actually, all that bag hair gave me something to hold on to during the more energetic moments. It got me thinking a little bit about, you know, hair. I mean, I know the hair on my head is a little bit different for most people. My faux mohawk, or faux hawk, if you will. In fact, screw whether you will or won't, you're listening to me, and that's what I'm calling it, so nah. Anyway, I've had several people say, oh, you're really cute, but I couldn't date someone with your haircut, sorry. As if a haircut was a deal breaker, like eating with your mouth open, or owning a cat. The mouth open eating thing, by the way, is justifiable grounds for murder. Nothing improves the table manners of everyone else in the room faster than finding the noisy eater and delivering a swift fork to the jugular. What was I talking about? Hair. Yeah. Not so much head hair, though. More rest of body. I mean, for me, body hair's less of an issue. I keep things trim all over, but that's more for me than for anyone else. I suppose it's manscaping, but it's literally just me and some electric clippers rather than a team of professionals with special equipment. I got my chest waxed once to promote the beauty salon I used to work at, which is a whole other story, anyway. But my chest just went really red and blotchy and awful afterwards, and there's no way I would consider anything more tender than my chest getting covered in hot goo and then ripping off. Even if I don't lose a testicle or a slice of foreskin, the sheer pain would have me screaming. I have so many stories about that place, actually. The one that sticks in my head the most was a new girl who started at the salon while I was running the place. Brazilian waxes were our main treatment, and she said she was pretty good at them, so we hired her and off she went to rip some hair out of ladies' undercarriages. You know, standard. After about a week, we started getting complaints. A lot of complaints, like burns, sore skin, bleeding. It was horrific enough for me to have to hear about them, let alone be someone that this had happened to. We thought it might be a problem with the wax being too hot, or we'd ordered a cheap supply of strips or something like that, and we just couldn't find the problem, and the complaints kept coming. Eventually, it turned out that this girl had absolutely no idea how to do a Brazilian wax, but she really wanted the job, so she said she could, and then just kind of went, I'll try my best, you know, as if that's how you do it. So then I had to fire her and spend the rest of the month handing out refunds and aloe vera gel. I'm not that bothered about body hair, to be honest, as long as it's hygienic and easy to navigate. No one likes having to rummage around in there for something that might be lurking especially if it's not all that much to find in the first place. I mean, it's no needle in a haystack, thankfully. More party sausage in a bird's nest. 
When I was at university, though, I used to really keep everything short and neat, to the point where my shiny white skin had nothing but a light bit of stubble on it. And if you're listening to this and you've never had to experience the itchy torture that is bum hair growing back, I have nothing but envy for you and your perfect life. Also, I think as I've got older and a little bit more confident about my body, I find myself caring less about what other people think, and I just kind of let it grow a little bit more. Not overly, but, you know, a bit. I find it kind of sweet nowadays to encounter a completely smooth, hairless body. I always find myself wondering, midway through proceedings, whether I'm about to find myself on some sort of register. Since waxing my chest didn't go so well, I did once try veating it as well, you know, the chemical hair remover stuff. My earlier trauma was enough to know not to try waxing again, but I needed a a clear hairless chest for my first attempt at drag. So I bought a bottle of veat and had a go. Except that stuff's not much fun either. I rather foolishly sprayed it on before reading the bottle properly, and then the fumes got in my eyes and I couldn't read the writing properly. It said leave on for no more than three minutes, but I read it as five minutes. We got to around four minutes, and everything started tingling, quite urgently. So I jumped in the shower and washed it all off. It's a good job I did. Even at that amount of time, my nipples had started feeling a bit weird. When I got out again and tried to towel myself down, my big fluffy towel was like sandpaper across my nips. I'd managed to chemically burn my nipples to the point where even a gust of air, like, across them had me gritting my teeth in pain, let alone trying to put any clothes on over them. I had to wear massive plasters over them for about a week until they healed. Surprisingly enough, that was enough to put me off. So yeah, now I generally just trim them with my clippers, although even with those, the risk of injury is pretty high. Once, I was trimming away around my nethers, reducing the jungle to a bit more of a hedge, and somehow... A bit of scrotum got caught in the blades. I swear I made an entirely new noise, unknown to man or beast. My mouth had never done anything like that before, and it's not even something I think I could describe accurately. I hope I never have to make a noise like that again. There were tears streaming down my face as I extricated my mangled soft bits from the jaws of my clippers. It was like getting a plastic bag out of a lawnmower. You'd think, after disasters like those, I'd just leave things alone to grow wild. I know Nick Offerman, who's a hero of mine, recommends letting things just grow and embracing the animal in you in that way, but I'm just not comfortable with everything getting overgrown. Not least because whenever I do that, and things get all long and shaggy, there's the possibility in the heat of the moment that some overenthusiastic tart is going to grab the good stuff and manage to get a few flowing pubes in their hand as well and then their motions end up pretty much ripping the hairs out of my skin. And there's nothing that's more of a boner killer than having several of your man hairs plucked with each flick of their wrist. So I keep things neat, but not super short. I think a lot of it is a confidence thing. You've got to work with what you've got, guys. If you're hairy, be hairy and proud. If you're not, be smooth and proud. And you know, if you're like me, somewhere in the middle, then just be that and be proud too. As with most things, confidence is key. That's where the sexy is, really. It's not in the number of hairs on your body. Just remember to keep it clean. I remember when I was about 14 and very proud of the thatch that was growing in, I used to shampoo and condition them the same time as my head hair. I had the glossiest, most well-tended penis garden that ever was. That was probably true. A storytelling series written and produced by me, Scott Flashheart. Just another little reminder that you can still vote for me in the British Podcast Awards at britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote and then search for Probably True. If you do, I'll buy you a drink. Maybe. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.